Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 18th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, doing great. It's, it's great to see you digitally again. You know, what, I, what does that mean? You're getting sick of my, being in the same room? Yeah, maybe maybe digital is the, uh, the way our relationship should be. You know? What? Remote no. only? No, I'm just messing around. How about <laughs> your Browns got on the board? W. Oh uh, yeah, victory! Did, victory uh, Tuesday didn't look sharp, but uh, it's a slow cook, as you said. It's it's a it's a work in progress. But you know the hapless Jets. We we uh, congrats to your Bears. We recorded right, <laughs> finished recording right before all that chaos at the end. I watched you lose your mind. You were inconsolable there when they gave up the two point they were off sides gave up the two point you're following the play-by-play completely inconsolable hand on your head face buried in the couch and then they pull it out of their pull it out of their butt with like a, a gift gift wrapped uh roughing the passer penalty you know there's there's bad roughing passer penalties both ways in that game <laughs> let's, let's be real let's be there fair was. remember that early roughing the uh roughing the tight end call Oh yeah, you were pissed on, about on that. linemen. I mean, there were bad calls both ways. But hey, for both of our teams, a win on the road in the NFL is a win on the road. There you go. We're we're off and running. We're, we're, I'm excited about that. Oh and two is hopeless. One and yeah. one. Lots of great teams start one and one. Yep. All right. So fantastic. Shall we get to it? We have a good week coming coming again here. That's, Lo- it's, it's a low key bu- great week. Low-key great week. We got the Chicken Championship, my favorite event of the year. Maybe the most prestigious event. The Peacock. Peacock Championship. (laughs) You see this new streaming service? No. NBC is like, you know, they're joining the over the, the, you know, direct-to-consumer streaming Uh world. You know how Disney's got their thing coming out in November. You know, I think it's Time Warner, Apple. All these, well, NBC's jumping in. You know what it's called? Peacock? The Peacock. Man. Do you think they waited to announce it this week, trying to draft off the, the Peacock championships? Need to send a C, uh, Sanderson needs to send a cease and desist. <laughs> I wonder if they waited this week, trying to draft all, all the hype around the, the Sanderson. I mean, it's, it's pretty wise to do that, you know? All right. So we have that on the PGA Tour. A, uh, now a full field of, or now a, no longer a non opposite field event. So. Right, right in that spot where usually we'd have the uh, tour championship, maybe in years past. Um, a non-opposite field event with an opposite field field. <laughs> easy, take it easy. Why? Why are you saying that? What? Have you looked at the field? I looked at the field. It's great. It's classic. It's littered with with opposite field offenders. What does that mean? Is there a Don Blake in here? We got KJ Choi, Danny Chops, Robert Allenby, Tommy Ganey, Brendan DeJong, Lumpy, <laughs> JJ Henry. I, I, don't, like, I thought he was gone. Like, did he get another 300 cut exemption or something? He played last week and this week. He finished 206 on the money list last year. <laughs> Lingmurth, John Rollins, Baby Walrus. George McNeil's in there. I know that. Yeah, this is just this is. Wait, Baby Walrus is playing. Sadly? Yeah, Baby Walrus. I actually that, it made me dive into some research. I found an <laughs> unbelievable Baby Walrus story. What's that? Um, to share do, it? We no. I want to share it. Do you want to okay. get into it right now? 
Yeah, tell me what you find. It's it's not about them. I feel like I don't know how we missed this last year. It happened at last year's uh, Winco, Portland Open. Portland, yeah. I don't remember carrying. Uh, did did we cover the the injured fan? Uh, I don't think so. It doesn't ring a bell. So, baby walrus, you know, his father, Craig Stadler, yeah, famously ran hot. Yep. It seems like the apple doesn't oh. fall far from the tree. We may have covered this. Yeah, what happened? If we if we did or didn't, I didn't remember. I'm reading it, and it was crazy. So, uh, an unfortunate accident surfaced on Friday of the Winco um, open, uh, open, Portland Open on the web. Bob Herrig reported it Saturday. Um, Stadler was on the 15th hole of the second round when he slammed his club to the turf in anger and, and up against his foot. The club, the club subsequently broke somewhere near the bottom of the shaft and the head came loose. So the broken piece then flew into the gallery and struck a spectator. Is the spectator all right? I th- we, we talked about this, maybe, or I remember reading this vaguely. So Sean McKeel was in the group, and he said, it had been a while since I've seen so much blood. Oh, my God. We stayed with the spectator for about 15 minutes before the EMTs arrived. We definitely talked about this, I think. Last I heard, he had a possible skull fracture, but he was doing okay otherwise. Oh, he had a skull <laughs> fracture, but he's doing okay. Like, that, doesn't sa- that doesn't go together at all. <laughs> he, he lost his left leg, but fine. He's, otherwise, he's doing fine. Like if somebody told me, uh, walk, oh, uh, but, you know, if my buddy's like, oh, I got a skull fracture, I'd be like, what? Are you Okay. <laughs> Not he's okay otherwise. <laughs> so McKeel about uh Stadler, about Baby Walrus, the player was absolutely shattered. We did our best to keep his so. spirits up. I would hope so. T- t- rough stretch for the baby walrus. <laughs> this was not done on purpose. And we were astounded at the way the club was directed, but it shows you how dangerous it is dangerous it is to throw or break clubs. Right. Each of us in the group learned something today. There you go. Freakish accident. I hope the guy's all right. Maybe he's still recovering from last year's skull he, fracture. He had to get six stitches. Okay. So it, Stadler missed the cut that week. What it's been a rough go for the baby walrus. Remember, he was so good there for a while. Didn't he win Phoenix? Yeah, he had a hand injury. Yeah, that can mess you up. Yeah, he's. I think he's still on a major medical. I think that's why he's in this. Who are some guys that have had their careers wrecked by hand stuff? Kim, Anthony Kim. Was that a hand? Yeah. Oberholzer's what? A wrist, arm, hand, wrist. I think I feel like hand and wrist go. Hand in hand. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. I consider it all in general same, same area. <laughs> you like that one, huh? It's so dumb. Um, so he's Stadler played three times in 2015, once in 2017, seven times in 2018, and twice last year. He, he, last we heard, he was roaming a uh, the you know bag chip aisle of a remote gas station in Indiana after withdrawing from Victoria National. You know his dad, by the way, talking about you know how we always talk about logos, personal logos. Craig Stadler has a logo. What is and it? It's, Walrus. Yeah, it's a great logo. It's a great logo. At least that's his headshot right now at Champion Store. It's like. Just the two husks or whatever that you would call that part of a walrus's anatomy with like the big couple droopy eyes set against like a a navy shirt. It's an awesome logo. Maybe uh, Kevin Stadler should get a baby walrus logo, you know. How would you distinguish it from being a baby and a regular walrus? I think he'd have to have his dad's logo and then a smaller one. So some sort of scale scaling? Yes. 
Your favorite word. Um, Does uh, a baby walrus have the husks? Maybe they don't have husks. I don't know. I have to do some. Is it husks or tusks? I think I'm saying the wrong word there. I I think think it's it's definitely tusks. What's a husk? A husk of corn. Husk of corn. (laughs) Didn't expect to be talking about husks and tusks. It's a tusk, obviously. But uh, so. Brendan DeJong ha- doesn't have a top 25 since 2016. <laughs> like, why, why is he getting start? How did we get on him? Well, he's just in this field. Like, all these guys. Like, w- w- I'd rather not have guys in the field than have these guys in the field. So, what, you just want empty spaces? Yeah. Smaller field? Like, why doesn't it just go to, like, number 26 through 50 on the web.com tour who barely make enough money to to, like pay for their expenses give them give those guys a chance to play (laughs) Uh, i know i thought this was supposed to be fixed this year i yeah it was right or is it next year and we got a murderer's murderer's row again can i read you the alternate list yeah i saw it chris couch belgian the big the bitcoin boy smiley charlie wee omar uresti is in there can I say something about Smiley? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Since well, he's he's third alternate as I of. Heard, I heard this a couple weeks ago, and I. Yeah, things aren't something going well golf, with Smiley. He golf game is in disrepair. As far apparently, as he's been get, getting yep. shots. He's been getting shots at Shoal Creek from members. What? I mean, yikes! I guess I, I, I could believe. I guess I can believe it. I, it's not been pretty for a while now. I mean, like I mean, we saw the same thing happen with Brendan Todd. So hopefully, smile. Yeah, gets it back. It's back. not. You heard he was getting shots at, yeah. at events at Shoal Creek or something. Yeah, for championship. Oh my god! It's wild. Driver yips are well, like a real scary thing. Well, he's third alternate as of maybe he's in the field. I'm not sure, but the list I'm looking at, he's third alternate. Um, so it's 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 an eclectic mix to say the least. DJ Trahan's in there, who's got a card now. I heard. Uh, I love DJ Trahan. So this is where he made a move last year. I think it was this event. He's won it before, and I had a source on the ground tell me, you know, I got lots of people down at Sanderson now. I've developed a rapport with that. <laughs> They you're, said you're, like, you're disgusting shilling. I'm not shilling <laughs> for anything. De- developed a de- developed a uh, you know a lot of sources. <laughs> yeah, get, you know it's, it's yielded me. You know I've put in, you know I bought like an extra car, put an addition on my house based on like my relationship with Sanderson. It's got me far. It's just completely shilling quid pro quo here. That's all it is. Yeah, he just uh, been sweeping, sweeping the dead peacocks under the under a rug. Uh, but I heard uh, down there they said Trahan is like he's got like an Arnie's Army type following. Really? Yeah, he's like extremely popular. They said it like last year. There's of the people on the ground, like seventy percent were following Trahan around on the weekend. That's kinda, understandable. Kinda he's he's an entertaining foul. He's you never know what's going to come out of his mouth. Follow or foul? It sounded like foul. foul. I I kind of chicken yeah. on the mind. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. No. I I think that's why this this event has a little bit of character because it's got a terrible field. <laughs> no, you got a DJ Trahan fan favorite. Where, where, that's not happening at Liberty National. It's not happening at you know WGC Memphis. It's it's got some character. It's got a little flavor. You can't. It, it, it sticks out. I, I mean, Peter Malnati won. So Cody Gribble, ML, Ryan ML, Armour, M- MLB sponsored. <laughs> Peter Malnati. Like, why would the Major League Baseball sponsor a player? This is something I've thought about a ton. Like, they, <laughs> and NFL, NFL used to do it. Like, what do they get out of that? Like, why don't they just sponsor one of their own players? I loved that when, uh, like, Payne Stewart, where the local team looked like the plus fours. <laughs> like, he'd play in Akron. He'd come and, like, 
Browns or Bengals and stuff or you know NFC uh, Steelers. It was it was great. I think, I think the MLB should have made Malnati wear like a baseball uniform <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> like managers' pants. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the most ridiculous things about baseball is that managers <laughs> wear the uniform, have numbers, and wear a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love it. They put on the spikes, wear the pants. <laughs> so good. Um, all right, we're off, way off track here. Uh, I, but the big one, I think, you know, that came as a little bit of a surprise late at is Akshay Batia. Yeah, they got a lot. They did do a good job with the sponsors. There you go. They, well, they always do. Who are sponsors? We got Justin Suh, Thornberry, local favorite, Davis Riley, Davis Riley, uh, Will, Will Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, Will Gore. I I think like so. Allen B and DeYoung got sponsored. <laughs> okay, so they didn't go. They didn't bat bat one hundred on them. But yeah, Akshay is going to be really interesting to watch to see what happens here. That was like um, didn't he? That come out like Monday or, or after the field was finalized, right? He was supposed to be starting at Safeway. Why is he going to be so interesting? I just I think this is. We're in this youth, unprecedented youth era. Yep. And it's just going to be really interesting to see a guy here. He's 17. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, a great young player. But in terms of accomplishments to date, he's very light com- in comparison to Hovland, a USAM champ. Matt Wolf, who was winning everything, Colin Morikawa, who by all means was, you know, could have been a, probably turned pro as a freshman and waited, you know. So I just think in what's term, his primary accomplishment? Like U.S. Junior Jones Cup, he won the Jones Cup, which is a, a that's the only am, like amateur win. Almost all of his wins have been junior events, but yeah. you know, like we're seeing like the best college players at this point are as good as your middle-of-the-road PGA Tour player. You know, and I say the best, like the best of the best college players. So, like, this is going to be really interesting to see, is the best junior player a PGA Tour player? Right? What, what age are we talking about for that? Then like, He's 17. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> I don't want to get you too down a far down a rabbit hole, but what does this speak to? Does it speak to like just not having to just so much less um The game is so much less strategy. From, it's just hit it's, hit. It's, it's not a game of skill as much Experience. as yeah. I mean strategy. we see it with um basketball. Like you know, like Zion probably would have been a middle of the road NBA player as a fifteen year old, sixteen year old, right? Yeah. What, what, so, like, I mean, like, we, we've just never seen it with golf that much, right? Okay. Okay. Like, this is this is really, outside of, you know, Ty Tryon, which was a failed experiment. I mean, Kevin Na, Ted Potter, all these guys turned pro, but they struggle early. Like, right. nobody's really succeeded that's turned pro at 17, like. Why? I'm, I'm a little... I mean, think about Ishikawa. Mateo Manicero. You think you're gonna we're gonna start seeing a lot more, or depending on how this goes, maybe less if it's if it blows up. But like, I mean, does he need to go to college? What's he gonna get out of a year or two at Wake Forest or wherever he would have gone, or a year? I mean, I think it's just growing up. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm playing devil's advocate here. There's structure. There's a lot of things like he. A lot of times these pros talk about the hardest thing is being a pro. Right. That's the hardest thing is adjusting to being a pro. And he's never even lived on his own. You know, he's, right. he, from what I've gathered is his parents are very hands on. Yeah. And um, I mean, if he plays really well early, are we going to start to see, you know, like, the LPGA has a lot of 17, 16-year-olds sure. playing. Yeah. Right. It's it's just... Right. It's a very big... It, it, 
this experiment, it's never really, we've never seen it succeed at this young of an age on the PGA Tour. So that's what, I'm very compelled to see what happens. And what has he got? One start, Valspar, I think he played last spring. Mm -hmm. Um, And and he's not like exactly being thrown into the lion's den here. You know, it's like you alluded to. You know, it's not that... He's playing a lot of mid-level throws, right? He's playing a lot of like replacement level PGA Tour guys this week. You know? Yeah. So it's a, uh, a Ben Crane week. <laughs> Arjun Atwell's in the field? Yeah. Field is very, it leaves a lot to be desired. Danny but there's a lot of good young players in the field. That's right, the thing. It's a great mix. Great mix. All right. Um, so that was, we were supposed to be going through the schedule real quick and we somehow just did, you know, took a hard right and did 18 minutes on. Oh, Chip McDaniel Monday qualified in again. Did he get in? Yeah. I saw him. He made, he made par to get in a playoff from like a tree root. Yeah, he's in again. The case of the golf one was on it as always. You know who had a uh, Chip McDaniel in his, his starts from Monday qualifying had a better year on the PGA Tour than J.J. Henry did in 22 starts. Made really? more money. Yeah. Earned more FedEx Cup points. Oh, my God. That's... Uh, why? How did Henry get in the field? I don't know. I need he, to pull this up. He got in last week, too. How's he getting in? Is he doing the 300, Mr. 300 again? I... I what is it, a seven-year exemption for being mediocre your entire career? Uh, that's Henry takes, JJ takes a beating. I'm trying to pull this up. I wonder if we could apply for when we hit 300 podcasts, if we could get a 300 podcast <laughs> exemption. To do what? To play. Beyond. <laughs> We've done right, 300 so podcasts about the PGA Tour. Can we get in? <laughs> Here's his exemption. Beyond 150 on the prior season FEC points list. He was 206. So it's past champions, team tournament winners, and veteran members beyond 150 on the FedEx Cup points list. That seems like a, a list that shouldn't exist. You want to hear who's in it from this? A lot. probably Bird, Master and Commander. Billy Hurley, McNeil, Chayka, Henry. A lot of the names you listed. Lane Murth, Atwall, Derek Ernst. Chad Campbell. Lumpy, Danny Chops. What is that? What is that? It seems Past- like a list that just like you can f- perpetually be on for your entire life <laughs> if you've won once. What's a minor medical extension? Who's on that? Stuart Sink and Wee Kim got in off of that. I think it's if you if it's like a couple week injury at the end of a season or something. Okay. Okay. Uh, you, all right. It, like Molinax is on that. Did you okay. hear about what happened to him? No. Oh, That's a crazy story. What happened? It actually like has changed the pro am rules. Oh, he got hit. He got hit in the head like domed by a ball like oh a screaming God. shank hit him right in the head he Holy shit. went like down he's had like a really bad concussion since oh my god so when was that Do it was know? it was like it towards the end of the last year or the season last year so like end of the season so it was it was one of those last few events and uh like he couldn't pass concussion tests for a while and uh Holy i guess it's actually changed the tour. The pro-ams have always been a, uh, a best ball. Like yeah. Oh, play your own uh, ball. So you play your own yeah. ball. And now, yeah. ever since then, they've all been scrambles. I feel like the one shambles. I played in was a scramble or shamble. Say so, Hill. But brutal. That's, Leishman got hit last week. I know. Greenbrier. He said he was a miscommunication with the guy and... and um, he thought he picked up, and the guy was just back there. He took a big cut, hit him in the back. 
Who said that? Crazy? You know, this PGA Tour is a contact sport. These players <laughs> might have to get some new new rules in place. Pro but, you know, clubs flying around. <laughs> pro am players getting hit in pro ams. Uh, they got to put a red jersey on these guys. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the schedule for the week. We're, we're doing this early, by the way. We don't have uh, featured groups yet. But we are going to do, you want to do, you want to explain the new thing we're going to do at least for this week? Yeah, for this week, we don't have featured groups. We, we don't have our Fan Vote Friday uh, segment available to us right now. Fan Vote Friday Junior, where we're kind of, you know, kind of edifying you all on, on the lesser known name or random name or just the opposite of Ricky Tour Live. Yeah. Vote. But so we, we don't have groups. So we may just start like picking our own, like, let's not work within the confines of the groups that the PGA tour makes. Let's just take the whole field and pick some names. So yeah. Why don't so I got you two and uh, I'll give you, I'll give you two and we'll put them in a poll in the top two that win. Does that sound good? That sounds like a good we'll, point. We'll, we'll provide you some details a little bit on their careers or backgrounds or maybe bucket list items like hunting in Iowa on Friday. Who you, who you got in this field? We've already. I'm named picking it. for you. I got. I I just picked two guys that I don't really know anything about. Okay. Chase Seifert. I know the name, but don't know anything about him. Know okay. nothing about him. Okay. And my other guy is uh, Wes Roach. I also, you know, I see his name all the time, yeah. and I know nothing about him. Yeah. I Whenever I see Wes Roach, I'm like. Oh, Wes Roach is on the field. Like, I, I think it's because his last name is like Roach, like a cockroach, that I like immediately have like a repulsed feeling, and I want to get rid of that. I want to humanize yeah. Wes Roach. I don't I want him to be. Duke, but I could be wrong. What? I've watched him once at, at Congressional. I think maybe I'm wrong there. I think he went to Duke. I'll look into him for you. Um, might see who are Brendan DeYoung. I just I. Exploring the depths of his career, I think, would yield a ton of content. Some good chuckles. Um, and then an individual by the name of Greg Sonnier. Sonnier. Got to be the section champ, I would guess. Greg Sonnier. Sonnier. S-O-N-N-I-E-R. He's got a headshot in the PGA system. Oh, well, maybe he's not the section champ. So those two. We'll put in a poll and talk about a couple of them on Friday. We'll tweet it out on uh, Thursday. Maybe tweet it out. Maybe. Maybe not. All right. So Sanderson is on Golf Channel all week, Thursday through Sunday afternoons. Uh, also, you know, there's uh, three tailors in this field. I can't believe we're still on the field. Ben, Vaughn, and Nick. I wonder if there's ever been three tailors in the same field. The brothers Taylor. Who's the best golf tailor of all time? We know who the best Mario Kart player is. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right. I wonder how they do that on the caddy bibs. Just put the first initial, or they leave it to the. I always like when ambiguity. when teams have like players like last name of Smith, and then they have like the first three letters the same of their name. So then, like their the back of their jersey is like basically right. their whole name. Right, right. Uh, all right. Elsewhere this week, God, we are all over the place. European Tour is in the morning. That they have the BMW PGA Championship, their marquee event, their gold standard. Their, do you think they got a new trophy from Tiffany's and a new theme song that you know cost them a couple million dollars to commission? No, usually they just waste money messing up the uh, the Harry Colt course that they play Colt on. <laughs> hey, your guy, that's Big Earn. Don't I mean? Does that leave you very conflicted? Didn't Big Earn butcher it, chop it up? Yeah, I try and keep Ernie's design <laughs> um, career out of out of my uh, my keep memories. Distinct, separate, and distinct. I uh, like to think that that was that. You know, Ernie doesn't spend any time at those places. It's just the choppy uh, associate that that runs his projects. So that's on in the morning. Purse of six point 
to your, I think it's 6.8 million, which is a good, almost like, it's almost like half of the player's gold standard. PGA Tour's gold standard, which was what, like 11 million or something? Yeah. It's in 12. the five to six Wasn't million. It 12? Dollars. Might have been 12. Might have been 12. It's out of control. So uh, in the field there is Frankie Molinari, Rory McIlroy, Rose, Casey, Fleetwood, Rom, and uh, Shane Lowry. New European Tour Life member. Did you see that? Saw that. Well-deserved. Honorary Life member. I wonder if Reed welcomed him into the fraternity, handed him the award. You know? They, uh, yeah, he, he's actually a European Tour player. Tony Finau is playing, too. Oh, he is? Yeah. I didn't get him on my notables list. Yeah, they they kind of were hiding him. He because do, they don't they he, he's only won an opposite field event probably. Why I didn't get on there? Uh, so that's a great event. This notable this week they are uh, putting their GPS tracking system in play. You hear about this? You know, uh-uh. of all the uh, the pace of play measures, this is like the first one where they're really experimenting. Like Pelly. Uh, Keith Pelly said uh, last month. It's like you got the Pelly yips. I completely have the yips. I fully fully admit it. I I really do. Um, said last month. This is like the technology isn't all the way there yet, but it's gonna be there yet. But it's gonna get there, and I, it you know we're committed to seeing it through. So this is kind of like a, a beta testing. Um, like one bag in every group is gonna have a GPS tracker on it. And um, it allows officials to keep track of where every every group's position is on the course. And then there also be displays on the tees to let the players know their position relative to the groups around them. Wow. So this is like real big brother stuff. They're tracking their every move. They're going to have, you know, the, the plan is to kind <clears> of <throat> have these displays on every hole starting next year. This, this week it's on five holes. I wish, I wish Bryson was playing. He might have been really interested in the technology behind the tracking. That's right. One could say that this is pushing the limits of golf potential. I love that they're doing it at this event, like a a higher stakes. Yeah. As high stakes as it gets on the Euro Tour. Get get the biggest, most important people used to it. It would make sense, right? Right. And not just some, you know, like off-brand challenge tour event where you're you know making guys that are never going to be on tv kind of adopt it so what do you think of bmw pga you like it i mean this is the pg this is the euro tour kind of trying to seize the 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 quarter of the calendar that the pga tour is kind of vacated i i love this event i i think it's one of my favorite events of the year course is choppy course is okay it's. I mean, it could be really cool if yeah. they ever restored it instead of like tweaking it. It's like I don't, know, I don't know the whole debacle of that European golf design should should really be in prison for architectural malpractice. <laughs> in prison? Are you talking about European tour golf design? Yeah. Europe? Okay. All right. All right. Not. But the. Uh, yeah. It's. It's it's nice. It's a good event. It's a great event. I'll I'll always remember. I think what was it? What, a couple like my lasting memory of this event is that year that Luke Donald won. Yeah. Just kept hitting wedges close on eighteen. I think he was playing Westy in a uh, playoff. That sounds right. It was when LD and Westy were like one two in the world. LD. You call him that LD like Larry Day. You call Luke Donald. Yo LD. Like from Kerr. All right. It's a great event. It was a little bit of history. It should I wish it was I wish more Americans went over and played it. You know what the event of the week is this week? Well, I was, I was we were getting there, but yeah, go ahead. US Mid Am. I was gonna say mid amateur. All right. It's the it's the annual uh uh it's the easiest good versus evil event of the year. As the as career long amateurs attempt to take down reinstated crooked pros, <laughs> it's that easy, huh? It's black and white. Yeah, it is. Who's good? Who's bad? Yeah, it is. What if the, what if the career long amateur 
character is just some trust fund guy that does never had to have a job and just play golf all day, but then turn pro. I'd say that's pretty gray. That's a gray area between, right? I don't think so. Okay. Um, you know? I'm just saying, like, yes, because it's not like these guys are necessarily, not necessarily like every mid-am is, there's, there's, there's different categories of mid-am, right? Guys who truly work nine to five or, or some sort of job and guys who don't. I That's not my circuit. I think they're all obviously very talented, extremely talented. I just, think, you're saying it's good and evil. There, I feel like there's some gray areas in there. You know, one might be able to put some paint some gray areas, but it's very, <laughs> very black and white for the most part. Okay. So where are we? We're listening this Wednesday morning. Where are we on the on the on the schedule of the championship, and, and what round can we look for on Wednesday? So we're right now midway. We're recording this Tuesday yeah, afternoon. We're okay. midway through the round of 32. Today they're going to get through. When you're listening to this, they're going to be down to the final eight. You know. Okay. But the match of the tournament happened yesterday. Monday. Illinois native, Central Illinois native, John Ergot. Here you know, mid forties, career amateur, great guy, just a grinder, great, great player in Illinois. But like, you know, just like your regular guy. Yep. Takes on Drew Kittleson of USAM fame. Played at Florida State, multi-time yeah. All-American. One of the guy, can't miss guy who missed. Who okay. like now just got his amateur status back. Total crap he plays out of whisper rock like you know he's just basically still a, a pro pro okay okay and uh ergot i mean he's just like the most normal guy in the world yeah, yeah and he's playing this like hot shot not. yeah and he takes him down he was down four through five oh my God. battled back and beat him on the 19th hole, or 19th hole with a birdie i mean amazing. just amazing it's like the the best story of Fantastic. the tournament. Fantastic. Made my made my like just I made my heart war- warm when I, I was watching the live scoring. Just like, come on. It was just Fantastic. Yeah. I like audibly cheered when he won. Without naming names, are are there a lot of reinstated AMs left in, in the board that we're looking at? Is it's there is mostly it, reinstated AMs. It is? Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, there's there's Johnny what? Del Preti is in it. Spicy, you know, reinstated in ham and for other oh. for Orchids of Asia. <laughs> Orchids of Asia. <laughs> Kevin uh-huh. O'Connell last year's mid am still in it. Wait, uh, I thought he, he was, was turning pro. No, he hasn't turned pro. I thought he was going to turn pro. This one guy's got the best name in the field. It looks like he's going to get bounced by a a reinstated uh, am, uh, Joseph Dennery. Jimmy Chestnut. What a name. That's a hell of a name. He qualified out of the place I was qualified. I wanted to call him Johnny Walnut. (laughs) There's also this new phenomenon of, of guys that don't turn pro until they're like 25 plus, and they'll go and try and win the mid am. To get exemption, yeah. Get the so then you get like these guys that like are gonna turn pro. It's it's kind of weird, I guess. It you know it doesn't just, the strategy doesn't make a lot of sense to me. All right, so let's get let's get. We don't need to go too long on this, but like, what should be the cutoff? What how many career earnings? Like what what if you? What should make you ineligible? Is it, should there a certain amount of years? certain amount of earnings like where where would you cut it off for reinstatement would you never if a guy ever played a pga tour event as a pro not eligible a guy made like three million in career earnings guy was hasn't played a pro event in 15 years like what what are what are your what would be your terms for how you could be a mid-in i think this is what i'm gonna i'm gonna where i'm gonna draw my line in the sand the okay. second you have full status on web or pga tour you are no longer ever able to get your status back no matter what yeah what about senior amateur maybe that no no No. wouldn't even let him 25 40 years 30 years later no so like here's like my core thing all right so if uh like we'll say we'll use jess daly who's not not in it this year but 
Jess Daly, I, the one I played in, Jess Daly was in the field, and I was thinking to myself, like, God, this guy played professional golf for 10 years. Like, okay, so if you had Jess Daly come over and try and do my job, like where you write, you produce audio that's sometimes bad quality, but, you know, edit video, shoot drone drone video. Like, if he came and tried to do my job, he would suck at it. Right. Like Because that's what I do all day, every day. What if he did and, like, just knocked it out of the park well Best that's fine you know. ever seen. whatever or <laughs> like no i gotcha i gotcha. but like so like there's like repetition and doing something for 10 years like as a professional you're a pro was wait was he in your qualifier this year or the time he, you he, made the mid-am he was oh. in the field the time i made the mid-am what was that 16 16 he's he's made it to like the i think the round of eight like two of the okay. last three years okay. um and he's like, you know, all American. Like, there's just reps. Like, they don't go away. Like, right. if you've played, like, if you, if you played on the PGA Tour, you earned your card through Q School or Web Web dot com tour. Like, like Jeff sure Quinney. Jeff Quinney's a perfect example. Like, yeah, guy was playing for a pension. <laughs> like, he's going to be an amateur golfer and getting a pension from the PGA Tour. Like tournament competitive reps. Yes matter whether it was yeah yeah 15 years ago like they just have experience that somebody that never turned professional don't doesn't have like someone that never turned professional and never like their only job was to just go play golf every day like okay like if come you know go on sales calls with me like from my (laughs) old job like i'm gonna be better than you yeah yeah (laughs) all right it's, I, I'm glad you, you it's a topic we've discussed, but I, I appreciate you going elaborating on it in depth a little bit more. So when will that wrap up the mid amateur? We're on the 30, you say 32 on Tuesday here. Yeah. When are the finals? Uh, the finals will be, so it'll be eight, four. It'll be on Wednesday or on Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Okay. Thursday's Google. the thirty-six hole final. Google. Why isn't that on TV? I don't know. The year twenty sixteen was the last year they did it, and it was like unbelievable. Hagestad had that huge comeback against Crazy. Uh, yeah, against incredible. Scott Harvey. Like I just or streaming, I, streaming. Get some sort of streaming. I just don't saying, get it. It's probably not worth it to have FS One send all their stuff out there. I mean, it's, it's it's the ROI on that is not there. But like, I, mean, I don't know, some sort of professional streaming setup a la PGA Tour Live, I think could be doable. Um, all right, event of the week, mid-am. We didn't never finish our schedule for the week. So we have Sanderson, BMW, and the Sanford International in Sioux Falls. Champions Tour event up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Uh, oh, that's at that Langford Moreau course. Mini, Mini uh, ha yeah. Country Club in Sioux Falls. That course is really cool. Can I ask you something? said Country Club of Jackson is a Charles Blair McDonald. Is that right? For the Sanderson? Um, no. It says it is. That's not correct at all. Who, where does that say that? Where did I see that? I saw it on the PGA Tour media site. Yeah, architect Charles Charles Blair McDonald. Wow, didn't know that uh, CB McDonald, the the, the, the Jackson, the, the Northeast elitist, got us made his way down to Jackson. We gotta have the wrong. We're gonna have to talk with Will Bardwell on that. He probably got. Where Where does it say that? On the tour site, uh, like the tour media site, you know, like the where. Oh my God. I don't think that tour plays any Charles Blair McDonald courses. That can't be right, right? That Someone's just messing around. <laughs> I wonder if anybody wrote that it was because of that. I honestly, I was looking. I was like, that that cannot be right. Anyways, I was like, I gotta ask Andy about that. Got down to Jackson, Mississippi. 
trying to look it up. This is just dead air. Horrible radio. Who is it? Who did it? We'll have to talk to Will Bardwell. I don't see it. Anyways. All right. Let's move on. So those are your three events. Sanderson, BMW, Sanford International are three events on TV. The mid-amateur is Andy's event of the week. All right. Any other news we want to get to? We did the drive uh, GPS at the Euro. How about Rory's quote? We're, we're, we're being tagged in this quote often that Rory on the latest Carson podcast said there should be a major in Australia. How about that? And I think he said the fall. I thought he said like December or something. The only preview of the of the pod I saw was was Carson, you know, talking to Rory about JT, you know, not J- Justin Thomas about Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. It's like the most useful bit of info that's come from the Rory Carson podcast. Rory wants a a major in Australia. Uh, other news: There's a new Champions Tour event in Morocco. I'm sure is on the up and up. Natural market for the Champions Tour to kind of infiltrate. <laughs> Will McCarran take the boat over? <laughs> That's the thing. What's the quid pro quo? None quid? of them would even go to the Open Championship. Lytham, Royal Lytham. They won't go there, but they're going to go to, you know, whatever it is. Royal Moroccan or whatever, whatever it'll call, it'll call it. Um, it'll be January 27th to February 1st at Samana Golf Club in Marrakesh. <sighs> This plays into that whole trophy Hassan too type thing. Yeah, Morocco. There's, there's just all sorts of stuff going back. There's money changing hands at levels, 15 levels above, you know? That, 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 there, what do you think the interest is in Champions Tour golf in Morocco? I don't know. You, are you all, you're all out of sorts. Since yeah. I said Country Club of Jackson was a Charles Blair McDonald. Club. I am. I don't know what the point of having uh, of having Champions Tour golf in Morocco is, especially when guys won't get on a plane to go to to the Open Championship, the Senior Open Championship. Clearly, they forked over a bucket of cash. That's all it is. Is it's just you know? I, I mean, are they two really million go to dollar purse in January? End of January. Two million dollar purse. Is is equal to uh, three, and then some web purses, too. That's the crazy thing. Like, why wouldn't they want the web there? At least then they'd have like future stars appear. Right, right. Think about web guys having to pay their travel over there, though. Well, if it was a two million dollar purse, it'd be worth it. Yeah. No. Other news: There's a, a big rush of Safeway Open. Buffering up the field. Will Gray and a lot of others tweeted something. You know, we got Justin Thomas as the big ad. Bryson, Patrick Cantlay, Frankie coming over after uh, the uh, Wentworth. Adam Scott. We'll have uh, Tony Romo. Mickelson's playing. It, this is a great event. Great location. If you're a player, I'm not like, why would you not want to go to Napa, Sonoma in the fall? You know? That's a yeah. good. good it's be a great. It, it is a great event. It looks like it's gonna be like ninety degrees in Jackson, Mississippi this week. Like, I, I mean, as much as I love that event, like, I don't know the appeal of going to Napa in the fall. It rates up there. Uh, last other bit of news: driver testing comments. You see some of these comments to Dave Shedlowski? No. In the uh, Golf Digest, Bubba Watson just flummoxed he's uh, well let's start with uh veteran scott brown this is to dave shedlowski i don't have an opinion on it it won't affect me it won't affect too many guys at all scott brown is like this like pop-up artist you know what he's got he's, he's not exactly like mur- you know he doesn't play the power game no um bubba just completely Uline, sorry, Peter Uline said it's not going to be a big deal at all. You know, titleist guy. Yeah, not going to be a big deal for a titleist guy. Oh, are you defending big titleists? Mm-hmm. Big Kishnet? I am. He says if a guy does get hit, it's probably an accident. We all know that. You know, the more you hit driver, the hotter the face gets. Bubba, you know, 
just flummoxed again. Talk, talk <laughs> Dave Shedlowski. Today it could be legal, and next week it could be illegal. If that called me out a cheater the week before, then when you talk about the headache of trying to fit a driver because now your one now becomes illegal, it could be on a Wednesday afternoon you're trying to fit a driver. What if the only head my equipment reps have is 10 degrees and I play with an 8 degrees? There's a lot of stress that we don't need. The drivers I've been testing that are hot, I've only seen like a yard of difference in mine, ball speed, everything else. Nothing to make me win a golf tournament because I have a hot driver. I just don't see it as a benefit. As a professional, it's stressful trying to get the driver fit just right. I already have enough stress trying to make a three-footer. I've had a lot of ups and downs because of medical issues and stress-related. So this is just more for me to be stressed about, I guess. You know, you you breezed over the best part of this. What's that? He responded immediately. Oh my gosh, I've got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> oh, I missed that. I mean, Bubba's got a lot of stress. He's a small business owner. He's prepping for a, a eventual mayor mayoral election. But what I don't understand <coughs> is just like. It's too onerous to have, like, if you have to, to get fit again. Just get fit for two drivers. If one goes hot, then you have the other one, right? Or, or just just play one that's not going to become illegal. Why don't you just play safely on the right side? If Yeah, because if, if, if one yard here or there doesn't matter, then you could just have be really safe and give up five yards because that yeah. doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't there you nothing, go. It, you know, one yard here or there doesn't matter. Like being able to, you know, have a ball fly over a bunker versus go in it doesn't matter. It doesn't, <laughs> great, it doesn't matter. Great rebuttal, Andy. That's perfect. If it doesn't matter, they just be well below the tolerance level, right? The yeah, because it doesn't matter. One yard here or there. <laughs> yes. All right. So that's, I just, I, you, you're not going to get much sympathy when you say like, Oh, I got to get fit. You know, my equipment rep might only have a 10 degree driver on a Wednesday afternoon. Just like take the precautions or, or just play well with on the rules or on the conforming side of the line. So, all right. Those are some interesting quotes. Thanks to golf digest there. All right. Any other thoughts early Wednesday, have a little more, a little more energy as opposed to trying to get out of Brooklyn the other night. And your thoughts before we go into the week? You good? Uh, I'm good. Victory Tuesday. Victory Tuesday. You're distracted here at the end. I, I, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where the Charles Blair McDonald, how he got down there in, in know, the early 1900s. You're now all over that. All right, everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. Maybe look for a poll. Maybe we'll be diving into the Greg Sanier for Friday. Uh, and others. So enjoy your uh, Wednesdays and we'll talk to you guys on Friday.